When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. One. Show Monday edition, my talk 1071 Everything Entertainment. Thank you for joining us sometime this hour. Stick around, we're going to give you a chance to win a couple of tickets to go see the Minnesota Wild play, and that will be on the 13th, which would be Thursday of next week. Those are right. fun games. Yes, Thursday mm-hmm. of next week. Okay. Oh, thank you, Donnie. Right, thanks, Donnie. So, who's ever feeling lucky for that? So, last night, um, because I wasn't all you know really watching the game yes was distracted by ironing and watching sabrina the teenage witch nancy drew oh nancy nancy drew i was taking a peek at uh the baftas because they happened yesterday in london which is basically their version of the oscars and um that always brings some really interesting fashion. And Donnie posted, <laughs> no, good fashion. I oh, agree. Okay, it's it. super. And also, if you watch any of the red carpet things, it is not pandemonium. It is a very limited amount of press. You don't have all these mean publicists running around, jerking their people away. It's whosoever they vet to have on the carpet. It's civilized. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of fun. And... um uh, my my two best dress last night out of what's posted, three. I'll give three. All right. It's Renee Zellweger in pink Prada, Amazing. looking like a vintage prom queen. Charlize Theron in purple Dior with a little bit of hair extensions put in her hair and her hair freshly colored a good new blonde. She looks amazing. And then Zoe Kravitz, who looked like she had melted, you know, 50 BAFTAs to make this glimmering metallic saint laurent oh yeah look at that i haven't haven't made it oh yeah wow Wow. she looks like an oscar she looks amazing you know the other one who i think i'm gonna give and she's always been in england filming batman oh okay selena kyle i'm gonna give an a plus to sorcy ronan oh sir she looked amazing too because she is always just off and she wore a black, beautiful dress, great earrings, great lipstick. Her hair is fun. Everything worked. And she's always misses on something. It was a black Gucci gown. Oh, oh yeah, that is pretty. She, mm-hmm. I thought she looked really great. It kind of reminds me of Lady Gaga's Brandon Maxwell from it last does, year's Lori. Oscars. Yeah, Charlize Theron looks amazing. This is a solid look. Laura Dern. She, she, oh. 
That's pretty for Laura Dern. I think so. I think her fashion has been a little bit better because it was. We liked your dress at the. Screen mm-hmm. Actor Guild we Awards, did. that uh, green one. And remember, this, this the Screen Actor Guild Award dresses, those are placeholder dresses. Yes. Which means what again? They're not <laughs> they're wearing not. the best dress yeah. if they're nominated. Oh, if they're okay. going to the, London and yeah. they've got the Oscars. Yes. Right. So, I mean, Chris, uh, Charlize Theron, I mean, I, I, I'm praying... I, she could have worn this to the Oscars, this BAFTA she dress. Could have. So she, she looks better beautiful. have something amazing. It better not be orange or green, and she better not have a bowl haircut. All right, and Scarlett Johansson. That's Versace. It looked, I was just going to say, the top of that looks exactly like J. Lowe's mirrored bodysuit that she wore yesterday performing. It's, it's, I didn't know it was Versace. It but is yeah. Versace, and I actually like it. I do too, until she turns around. Oh, what happens when she turns around? Just big, scary <laughs> tattoos come out of her back. Oh, oh that. I just don't yeah, like that look. Okay. Her, her makeup artist doesn't like her right now because she has sported either bad hair and makeup. And in the BAFTAs, she has so much pink under-eye highlighter concealer. She looks not, like a raccoon. I can't get that close. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> but these are pretty dresses. Oh, I like looking at them. And then Florence Pugh. Who Tell you, uh, who, we talk about that. Yeah, let's talk about Florence. <laughs> so right. she plays Amy in uh, Little Women, and she's uh, been nominated. Of course, Marmy is there. You know, Laura Dern from Marriage Story. And then Saoirse, yes. you know, has been nominated. And she's wearing a Dries Van Noten. And here's the thing. I like she it. She is a small, short woman. She yeah. is 24 years old. And I am loving it. She is having a ton of fun wearing kind of ridiculous clothes like you do when you're 24. It's like a black mini dress with a huge white or huge hot pink Ruffled coat with a train. I it's absolutely love it. Okay. Fabulous. Because she's young and fresh and it's different. Yes. I like it a lot. And she's wearing sky high heels. No, she looks darling. I she, think so too. I'm kind of interested to see what she wears because she's just like been a fresh face and she's, I mean, she has the challenging figure well, because she's, she's, like she's me. so tiny. She's teeny. Tiny with she's boobs. She's shorter than short. Yes. She's tiny a with A full figured short person. Yeah. Who's not. Heavy, but just muscular. Uh, please comment on "I Never Smile," Rooney Mara. Well, well, that was good for her. I thought, you thought yeah, it was? yeah, okay. I thought it was it, it was interesting. She has side boob. I'm glad that she was there with Joaquin. Yes, Joaquin won again. So the top four won again. Uh, won so again. Here's who won. You're getting um, Renee Zellweger, leading actress for Judy. You're getting Joaquin Phoenix for The Joker. Supporting actress Laura Dern's winning for Marriage Story and supporting actor Brad Pitt yeah. for Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Yeah. Those have not changed. No. The movie changed. The movie winner, which isn't a surprise, was 1917, directed by Sam Mendes. Yeah. And um, original screenplay went to Parasite, which you guys saw. Would you which please? Which is a very original movie. I'll tell you, Julia, that movie is... I don't know how to describe it. Don't read anything before you go and see it. At one point, I put a scarf over my face and said, I want this movie to to end. Oh, gosh, I love you. Okay, I want this movie to end because of the suspense of where it was going. And I was afraid of where it was going. Not because it's like a supernatural scary, but it very much is a movie about class and the people who have money and then the people on the other end who are... Living like, you know, you would not really want to have to live. 
scrambling like you would want to have to live and how their stories meet. And it's just is <laughs> it is a very original, um, yeah, I, I, very original movie. Okay. And I, I haven't seen a movie where I will. I thought about it for like two days. OK. All right. Donnie, give me yours. I Donnie couldn't stand it. Donnie's no, no, I a, didn't say that. No, I, didn't say, I just I didn't get it. Okay. It just didn't have the impact on me that it had on you, Lori. I just, I just didn't really feel it like you felt it. Yeah, I couldn't stop thinking yeah. about it. Do you think it. my kids would like it? Mm. All right, we'll I pick have something no else. Idea. Yeah. yeah, I really I have know. no idea. Mm-hmm. I, I know my mom wouldn't, and I know your mom wouldn't. Oh, do you think I would even? I. I think you okay. would. Okay. Yeah. I, I feel I think like you I would. need to see that. Yeah. Yeah. It is. It's. It's. We're talking it's, about the movie Parasite. It's completely Unique. original. Okay. Okay. You know, I felt that way about the movie Get Out. I okay, maybe you don't like scary movies, but like it, that, that was, was just original. Such a, that was original. original. Yep. Um, something that uh, is 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 becoming original. Um, Brad Pitt's speechwriters are really going to town. I love it. And Margot Robbie accepted. Listen to this, Brad. Now Margot Robbie, what the hell has she got on that Chanel? It's a lace dicky capelet and a I, lace peplum. <laughs> it is wrong. Okay, you should not com- you should not have a dicky capelet with a peplum. That's too that's like That's too much. It's too the many. The team little is things. trying to ugly her up and I'm not having it. Anyway, she got up and accepted Brad's BAFTA because he had a f- family situation. Read into that, would well, you? Well, I thought he said that he had his ch- yeah. No, he had a family emergency. Oh, quote, I didn't read unquote. that. Yes. What was it, see now? Mine said Brad couldn't be here due to family obligations, so he asked me to read this. Yes, but in his, uh, it was a the, oh. the official thing was family emergency. So anyway, I don't know what it is. If some of his mom or dad, oh, let's hope a made up thing or one of his kids. Who the or hell that knows? he wanted to watch the Super Bowl because his team, the Kansas City, City Chiefs, were in it. And he wasn't going to go anyway. Ding 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 ding. Ding, ding. Just, that's it, Julia. I mean, your that's team it. hasn't been there for 50. If the Vikings win, if anyone had a commitment, I guarantee you wouldn't yep. do it. Okay, Julia, there. That was All the right. family emergency. Thank you. So, yes, the Super Bowl. Anyway, uh, and, you know, the Duke and Duchess of Cambridge are sitting right up front. And he says, he starts out by saying, hey, no, Britain. No, Margot Robbie's reading it Reading this, yeah. yeah. Hey, he starts out, she starts out by saying, hey, Britain, heard you just became single. Welcome to the club. They because the they Academy. just separated from um, the union. Yeah. Yes. And then he said he's going to name this Harry because he's really excited about bringing back to the States with him. His words, not mine. And the producers cut over to William and Kate. And they, William was laughing more awkwardly. Kate was busting a gut. I think <laughs> Kate really liked Harry. They had yeah. a... Yeah, that's funny. So this is not a scandal, but the only thing notable is the speechwriters are still trying to make divorce jokes which just in this instance it did seem odd because it's a 50 50 percent of people who are for the divorce that england had with the rest of the, oh exactly you know that I mean? was a bold step yeah but yeah it happened yeah but they're on the I divorce thing he had the divorce joke at the sag yes. Awards. Yeah, so yeah. anyway thank you for the hollywood speak on brad's family emergency oh, yeah. it was called the kansas city Chiefs. oh big time joaquin is continuing to be political he got up and i kind of love i i love, love him i love him 
he 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 talked about white supremacy and racism in the film industry and that and, it's systemic and, and he also said you know i haven't done my part either no he did he did say that yeah and he locked himself to the london bridge this morning for what some vegan something or other well we don't know and, have the oscars gone vegan yet uh, People are kind of sick of that they, trend. They, I think they did go vegan for the big luncheon. It was oh, that was last week. Yeah, yeah. last week. Yes. Okay. Listen, uh, the slider business, the hamburger business, People, will be doing fast and furious business as it always does after these right. parties. Because let's face it, you know nobody eats any of that food. Okay, so the Oscars are just six days away because that's next Sunday. So I have a couple facts for you, Laurie. Do you know how many Mondays in a row we've had excitement? I, what are we going to do in the rest of the month? Okay, so. <laughs> Here's how much it costs. Forty-four million is the cost of the Oscars ceremony. Ten million is the average cost for an A-lister's Oscar look. Okay. Um, Two point six million is the cost of a thirty-second second commercial during the Oscars. Um, what else do I know? I don't know, but that's enough. It's the third time the Oscar, the third time only in the history of the Oscars, they won't have a host, which just is a drag. I hope it's the last time for Me a while. Too. All right, we'll be right back with the Dirt Alert. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert. Yeah. All right, Holly. Hello, hello. Hi. Oh, we're just gabbing Super Bowl halftime performance and how much we love Shakira and Jennifer Lopez last it night. It was great. It was really great. I put them in the like the top five. Yeah. Yeah. Of Super fun. Bowls. Super fun. Super fun. Uh, speaking of Super Bowl, uh, there are, of course, Super Bowl advertisements that were on all last night. And one of them, I think it's safe to say, maybe perhaps this was one of your favorite ads last night, was with Busy Phillips, Lily Singh. That was a good ad. They were doing a commercial for Olay, and they were dressed as astronauts. Now, this is part of Olay's Make Space for Women campaign. And they said, for every mention of that hashtag on Twitter... Still think it's active. They are going to donate one dollar to girls who code. code. And Katie Kirk kind of introduced like the a software ad. company. I don't oil know. of Olay. Oh, oil of oh, Olay. You just said Olay, and I so I looked up O L E. No, oil of Olay. <laughs> they just go by Olay, Olay now. now. Oh, mm-hmm. the kids call it Olay. Just yeah, okay. yeah. so many products. So but Katie Kirk would kind of did the kickoff of mm-hmm. that ad. You know, it was good. Yeah, and Busy Phillips talking to People Magazine about doing that ad. She said that she is empowered by Olay's messages. And she said that this is a message for everyone, not just for women. She said, we need to see a world reflected back to us that is inclusive and looks like the world we want to live in. Uh, so, and she said that she did it because she wants her daughter to see these kinds of messages. Too. I feel like oh. she was in two ads last night. And was then she? J-Lo was in the Hard Rock she ad, was. which did not make it. That now, was a bad ad. Yeah. Uh, yes, Busy Phillips was in two ads because not only was she in this ad for Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. 
Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. For Olay, but then there was the one with Sofia Vergara. That was for Olay's parent company, Procter & Gamble. Oh, that's it. That's okay. why they had the Charmin Tushy Bear okay. with Busy Phillips, with yes. the Charmin Man, or with uh, the, the all sorts of those kids. Mr. Clean yeah. and Brawny, all those ads. They're all right. under that, that umbrella That was a family. weird ad. Yeah. The, be- the lady slipping with the bowl of chili and the chili splattered everywhere. It was just weird. That didn't look like chili. I'm it just didn't. Gonna... It looked like somebody I didn't follow motor pooped all over the oh, walls. Please. Honest to God. Motor, a motor poop. A motor <laughs> poop. <laughs> <laughs> I, just, I looked at that comment in that ad and I was like, ooh, the optics of that are real bad. I don't know if any of those uh, uh, t- paper towels are going to be cleaning up that mess. It was, straight, it was a crazy ad. Yeah. yeah. What were your favorite ads last night? Did Doritos. Anything, the, the Doritos. And Sam I like that one. And, and then Google Loretta. Yeah. Yeah. And the Groundhog Day, Bill Murray. Ed. And Bill Murray. That little Nas X, he's a star. He, he is a star. He I is want, a star. I want the best mm. for him. I love him. Yeah. Yes. Uh, let's move over to the world of podcasting. Ashton Kutcher is a guest on Mark Marin's WTF podcast. And he's talking about the fact that he'll never stop loving Demi Moore's daughters. That would be Rumor Scout and Tallulah Willis. He said, you know what? I'm never going to stop loving them. I helped raise them. He was a young stepfather. Yeah, I know he was. He was very involved. And very close in their age. Isn't he way closer in age to her kids? Yeah, probably if you do the math. Because uh, Ashton Kutcher said their relationship was eight years. He and Demi Moore were together. That's a long time. Because when Tallulah... When they started dating, she was only eight or nine. So think mm, about that's that. That's really yeah. a long time. Yeah. yeah. Rumor was 12 or 13 when they first started dating. And that when we were getting divorced, Tallulah was graduating high school. So not surprising that he's never going to stop loving them. You know, yeah. you make those relationships with people at critical times in their life. They probably don't them. really have anything to do with them anymore or just like real limited, you know, because... It's He's hard. not their dad. It, he isn't. He's not I know. Dad. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, and he can say that too. He's never yeah. going to stop loving them. And at right. the same time, you can be like, you know, maybe we're going to be sticking more with mom on yeah. this one. Right. You right. can make those decisions. That usually happens speaking from someone who had stepdads. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The minute they're gone, you try. What's the point? Yeah. What's the yeah. point? I've had that with a couple stepmoms yeah. too. I'm yeah. like, what is the point? <laughs> There's no point. Right, right. It's like that person yeah. meant something in your parents' life, and then now that they no longer are in there, then right. what's, what's the, the point? Yeah. What's True the point? that, Lori. Yeah. Yes. Uh, speaking of Ashton Kutcher, his former co-star of that 70s show oh, in The dear. Ranch, Danny Masterson, is firing back at his sexual assault accusers over the stalking lawsuit against him and the Church of Scientology. So Danny Masterson, his people filed new documents on his behalf, asking a judge to toss the case on the grounds that the women, according to Danny, haven't specified what they're accusing him of doing. And he's saying that they're all doing it as a money grab. Yeah, no, he this guy has there's so many same stories about this Danny Masterson. Scientology has been covering up for him. 
Yeah. He's abused women in Scientology outside of Scientology. Yeah. He is a POS. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And the money grab thing. That's always what Scientology says. Too. Right. They always accuse anyone who's trying to right a wrong that's been made against them. That's always one of their attacks. Yeah. 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 And Danny Masterson, he said that he wants a judge to force the women to disclose their name publicly because uh, several of these women filed lawsuits as Jane Doe's. And he because wants, they're afraid they're of the afraid Church of, of Scientology. Exactly. Oh, my Attack. gosh. Thank you. Yeah. Exactly. Now, there's a hearing on the matter scheduled for March, at which point the court is expected to issue a ruling on this They've case. They've already been targeted by the Church of Scientology. It's just another, oh, he makes me sick, that guy. Yeah. Yeah. Here's something not to believe concerning Harry and Meghan Markle, that there is a guy out there who operates under the name Shiraz Incorporated, who tweeted out the, or excuse me, he posted this on Instagram, tagging Sussex Royal. He said that his company, Shiraz Incorporated, is now taking appearance and endorsement requests for Prince Harry and Meghan Markle. No way. Yes. That's hysterical. And he's encouraging clients from around the world to send official offers that he promised would be taken directly to their representatives. Now, that's complete and other crap. Now, this guy used to be associated with Kim Kardashian way back in the early days, Uh, like when she used to do the things like show up at the milkshake place and do milkshake endorsements and all these other things. Apparently, he was working with Lindsay Lohan earlier this year. Uh, (laughs) Yes, Uh, and we knew this because last April, while working with Lohan, he accidentally (laughs) copied and pasted his I need you to tweet instructions along with a message about her being excited to see him. He said, do this, Lindsay Lohan, make me look good. Now, Buckingham Palace says this is crap. So don't believe any of this. And uh, Megan is not going to be on a bridal reality show. That is, it's weird, though, all these strange leaks and stories that where are they coming from? Because they're not in London anymore. Uh -uh. So they're, are they still coming from Kensington or do they have Canadian leakers? It's interesting with that because story. remember the, the story planted she was going to do her interview with Ellen yes then you know this bridal reality then we heard she was looking for new representation which nobody's denied that and the thing with this this reality story it's with her best friend her best friend is doing this reality yeah, story, but there's no way Meghan Markle no, would do that no no, no way. the network of the right. TV network even denied it right exactly so and it's just weird with the story the Shiraz Hassan story that's something that he is making up in order yes. to get publicity for himself and then he's sending the story to page six that is all for him now the only story that had the air of legitimacy to it, like you said, Lori, is the one where she's looking for an agent and a manager, because, duh, I mean, of course you're going to be looking for representation, and that's mm-hmm. natural. If you want to work in any capacity, you're going to be finding a team of people who are yeah. going to be able to uh, help you build a career, and that's totally legit and good. Yeah. Yeah. I would have thought they would have just got Barack and Michelle's people. Like well, They would have right. just called out and said, you know, who you share with that yeah. number with us? Or Oprah, who do you... Yeah, 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 exactly. And who knows, they may be... Taking interviews. Taking interviews, crossing the T's, dotting the lowercase J's, and making it all official. All right, we'll Thanks, make it Sally. official yes. and give us the traffic. Oh, well, let's what's see that, what's going on. Uh, we're going to start in Burnsville, 35E northbound, a crash from County Road 11 to right around Cedar Avenue. In Burnsville, 35W northbound, a crash from Highway 13 to Cliff Road. Near St. Paul, 94 eastbound, a crash from Marshall Avenue to Creighton Avenue. In Moundsview, 35W northbound, a crash from County Road I to high, Highway 10. And in Golden Valley, watch out for a stalled vehicle blocking a lane. That's happening 394 
westbound from Louisiana Avenue to Park Place and in Oakdale Highway 120, a crash at East Maryland Avenue. Your 5 Eyewitness News weather forecast, mostly cloudy 10 tonight, 20 partly cloudy tomorrow. Right now, mostly cloudy 28. All right, thank you, Holly. Let's get Caller 7 on the line. It's Caller 7. Got a pair of tickets to see the Wild play a week from Thursday. That's February 13th. So treat your sweetheart to a wild game this Valentine's Day. The ticket package we're giving away includes cake truffles and drink tickets to an adult hot cocoa bar. And you can learn more at wild.com slash sweetheart. All right. 651-641-1071. Caller 7, you'll get the tickets. Listen wherever you are, whenever you want with the MyTalk app. Live streaming and on-demand podcasts right there in your pocket. Download today at mytalk1071.com keyword app. Let's talk about sex. Let's talk about sex. Let's talk about sex. Let's talk about sex. Are you struggling with an intimacy deficit? <laughs> the sort of good news on that is you're not alone. Couples are struggling to remain intimate thanks to the stress of modern life. And there's one bit of modern life that's that's uh, diverting us from intimacy more than any other. Our phones. That is absolutely mm. correct, Julia. We saw this coming for years. Yes, we did. Look up, people. The presence of technology in the bedroom, phones and laptops instead of vibrators and fingers. And, f- <laughs> and books. Is a major factor in a lack <laughs> you can of... throw on the floor. ...of physical connection alongside stress. So this is a survey. Now, it's only a 1,000 people, but it's kind of unbelievable. So 56% of people want more intimacy with their partners. If you're under 45, that number rises to 65%. Wow. And uh, people under 45 said they spend most of their time in bed on the phone. Stop. Followed by chatting and watching TV above cuddling or having sex. In fact, over half under 45 a tech device is the last thing they see before closing their eyes at night. It's terrible. It's terrible. And over a third sleep closer to their phone than their partner. <laughs> and nearly as, as many as 31% admit to having avoided sexual advances from their partner by being fixated on their phone, literally using it as a physical barrier to intimacy. No one's even claiming headaches or cramps. I've got my phone. I've got my phone. I don't have a headache. I've got my phone. So with so much time before snoozing, taking up by that, there's a pretty small window for getting cuddly or having sex. So what's the answer? It may not sound glamorous. We need to keep... We need to make an active effort to keep intimacy alive. That's what you're going to have to do if you're having an intimacy deficit. It might mean... Scheduling sex, giving yourself a nudge to check in with your partner when you've been scrolling Twitter, Facebook, or Pinterest for a while. I'm so glad we didn't have it. It can also help to keep uh, the bedroom tech and, you know, by turning, having it be a relaxing romantic space and charging your phone in a completely different room. And you'll sleep better too. Right. And then you also. I don't know if you can get the phones out of these people's hands, though, Lori. Well, needs, it's like cont- an addiction. Well, it'll continue to be an intimacy deficit. It will continue to be studied by, his, uh, you know, sexual um, researchers like at the Kinsey mm-hmm. Institute, as well as you know. I mean, ours the was psychology just, and ours sociology. Was keep the phone, keep the TV out of the yeah, bedroom. True, now it's true. 
Now it's like you have everything at your fingertips on that damn phone. Yes. I mean, they are, they're designed to be addictive, and they are. Yeah. Anyway, that's what's happening. 65. Mm-hmm. For, but So you're not alone, but we encourage you to really, you know. Try. Try. Just try these simple methods. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that's a big number. It is. Do either of you have your phones in the bedroom? No, no I, I've never even I, had a television in my no, bedroom no. except for when I have been single. Mm-hmm. And my living room has been my bedroom. Mm-hmm. I've never had one. I've had I one. I hate sleeping to a TV. Anymore. I don't like no. falling asleep to TV. I, I always thought it was a romance phone, killer. I'm going to be honest. When um, when my kids were in the going out ages and they yeah. were still in high school and stuff, I'd have my phone by me because yeah, you didn't. I need to know what's where, going on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah. know, um, but I. But by that point, you've already been married that long, so that in and of itself could be an intimacy killer. (laughs) (laughs) You're already working on other ways to keep things. But I'm thinking that's a lot of this group, too. Maybe. You know. Okay, so that's happening. Here's a new dating term if you're single. Anyone who's ever watched... Self-partnered. No, but this is from 10 Things I Hate About You. I love that movie. I know you can be overwhelmed and you can be underwhelmed, but can you ever just be whelmed? Huh? <laughs> that is a line from that movie. And Chastity's question to Bianca is yes. Here's uh, what it is. So this is from a piece that uh, was in Self. And this woman coined the term whelming to depict a new crappy dating behavior. Oh, and dear. whelming is what happens when your matches spontaneously lament to you about how overwhelmed they are by their other matches instead of, you know, flirting with you. So you're going out on a date. You're being humble-bragged and maybe in some of the messages that you're, you know, because go back to when you were doing the online dating. Oh, yeah, I can put myself there, but I can't imagine... Well, but people humble brag about being... Like, it's being, a lot of work. Yeah, I've gotten so I've many got messages so, I won't be able to get back to for a couple of weeks. It's called whelming, is what now, she's no calling No one ever it. said that to me. Yeah, it's whelming. And I've never said that to anybody. Well, you know, maybe keep your overwhelming popularity to yourself. It's maybe not... It's the, not welcome. It's very irritating. I can't imagine. Yeah, it's very I, irritating. I've, you know, my dance card's full if you want to go out on a date with me. I mean, you can say it different ways or something. Right. That's kind right. of cute. Like, I'm filling up for the weekend, if yeah. we're going, you know, or something like that, but not. Oh, oh. please. Okay. Uh, I want to thank. I um, thought whelming would was, be magnificent no. when you were describing sometimes you're no, overwhelming. they're whelming you with how great oh. they are. Oh. Okay. All right. That's too bad. I was excited for it just to be something wonderful. Yeah. Mary wants us to know that um, in the film industry, uh, that intimacy coordinators is a growing area of where people can get jobs in Hollywood or wherever they are filming movies or TVs. They are the people, mostly women, hired. This could be like, this could be something if you've got some. kind of degree and you want to like get a little bit more psychological yeah so they're mostly women hired to work with the actors and the director to choreograph sex scenes with a focus on the actors boundaries safety and comfort they make sure the actors nudity garments Mm -hmm. are good yep 
I can see this in the in the face of me too. Too absolutely. And prosthetics when needed. They also are an advocate for the LGBTQI crowd on set. They've we've added an I to LGBTQ. I, I don't know what that one is. What does the I stand for? I don't know. Oh. All right. Well, that would be. Um, okay. Should I look it up? No, you don't have to. Right. We can look it up at another time. But right. anyway, the intimacy intimacy coordinators on on uh, TV and movie sets. I believe it. But I mean, wouldn't would that uh, would be a like. That's another job. whole job. Right. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. You might not have even thought and about that it. would be a very fun job to even say you have. I'm an intimacy, I'm an intimacy coordinator. coordinator. I know. I it. feel like you would use that at some point. I in am your life. an intimacy coordinator for everybody. I'd like you to work I, harder I do for have me. The I if you're oh, what is it? LGBTQI. Intersex. Intersex. Intersex oh, okay. is, is a general term for a variety of situations in which a person is born with reproductive or sexual anatomy that doesn't fit the boxes male or female. Well, remember the movie Middlesex? It sounds like a hermaphrodite, but remember the book Middlesex? Yes. With, yeah. Harvey Weinstein last week, a woman testified in court the first time she saw him naked, she thought he was intersex. Really? Yeah. Inner intersets instead of hermaphrodite is what we're calling it. I now. don't know. I don't know if hermaphrodite is a politically correct word. I don't know. I remember reading that Dear, book. No. Eugene, no, who's no. the guy that wrote it? No. Okay, no. go on. No, no, no. Do uh, you Jeffrey Eugenetti? Yes, thank Eugenides. you. Eugenides. Yes. Eugenides. Eugenides. Thank yes. you. But I first found out about a hermaphrodite. That was a good memory. Yes. Spot there, Laura. Uh-huh. Very congratulations. I'm a, and I had Eugene, so yeah. I was halfway wrong. Right. Um, but I was a junior in high school. Okay. And it was my dad's playboy because he got, you know, came to the house every month. And um, reading a story in Playboy, it might have been a Dear Xavier. Oh, sure. Column. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. A presentation. And reading about it. And then, like, they're... I then my curiosity was got the you know, best you. got the and then I started that's how that's the first time I ever knew about that. Anyway. Intersex. Well it Herma- says hermaphrodite tends to be embraced by some intersex people who believe intersex is just another natural human variation. Right. And hermaphrodite means you have both, both. sexual organs. That's right. right. Yeah. So that's intersex right. could mean 
I'm a little too, confused. I don't know. I'm so I, confused. I, I'm so confused too. All right. Let's, moving on. Let's go. Remember last week I said, let's give a hurrah to the word clitoris because it's Greek <laughs> for divine and goddess-like. I love that. Yeah, because, you know, we just should celebrate that. Yes. But uh, I thought I would also just give one one helpful, helpful hint. Okay. Um, to guys who are looking, who at least are um, in heterosexual relationships, or maybe not, I guess it could be whatever, but men who help with housework tend to have more sex. Well, yes, we've known uh, this. But, but it, it's just a good reminder. Right. Maybe some of the people who are who are having intimacy yes. barriers, maybe they need to put down their phone and let their partner see them actually do some actual housework. And what it could and even let a let something happen. It could even be changing a light bulb from an overhead light or something. I mean, it could be something. Put on a tool belt. Yeah, I and know. Get out your tape right. measure. Who did we talk yeah. about? That carpenter that was in here. Oh, oh. my god! I oh, love a tool belt. <laughs> I really do. Well, I think nothing. it's very exciting when yes. Casey wears this. I believe it. Yeah. All right. Listen, we'll be right back. You're set up for anything. Listening is just part of the My Talk experience. For more fun, follow us on social media. Find My Talk 1071 on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Because, because you don't you get the tickets, we throw in some extra goodies too. Oh, nice. Since it's nice. right before the day before Valentine's Day. Oh. Well, we'll be giving those away all week, so listen to win. Uh, speaking of Scientology, a few minutes ago in the Dirt Alert, uh, yes. The Top Gun Maverick commercial was the very first commercial aired yes. last night during the Super Bowl. And Donnie posted that. It's a sequel, of course, to the 86 movie that really made him a Hollywood superstar. Yeah. We what, loved it. What did you think of the trailer? I thought it looked good. And I think Ready we got go? a little yeah. taste of something. My da- dad believed in you. I'm not going to make the same mistake, says Miles Teller, who's playing Rooster Bradshaw, son of Nick Goose Bradshaw. Right. I love it that it was he's Goose rooster. and he's Rooster. And he's know, <laughs> Rooster and Goose. Yeah, perfect. Anyway, uh, he's pushing the envelope as a test pilot and dodging right. the advancement. That's kind of the story. You see Jennifer Conley, um, the guys that I was watching the game with, or at least the beginning, yes. they thought it looked good. Right away, then almost right away, then the 007, the James Bond trailer. Oh, I'm okay. gonna go see that. Play you do. I think my son and I will go see the James Bond movie. Yeah, right. they uh, Donnie posted that one no. too. Couldn't tell at all. It, you could tell it was a very. It's not as like it wasn't a, like it was a lot of money, five point six million dollars to spend on something that seconds, it was just yeah. basically. Car crashes. Yeah, that's fine. And <laughs> that's what those movies that's are. That's what I expect. Yeah, I know. No time to die. You got a very quick glimpse of Rami Malik as the bad guy. Yes. Oh, okay. Like a second. Yes, okay. very quick. A second <laughs> of him. And then Glenn Powell, you know, who Our he auditioned to play Goose. the son of Goose. Yes, he did. To be Rooster. But he lost to Miles Teller, but the Tom Cruise. And the producers and executives were so impressed with Glenn that he was cast in the sequel as Bob, one of the many flight trainees in the movie. Mm -hmm. Right. And he told Entertainment Weekly that there is one scene involving him and his classmates playing football that will become a source for gifts. In fact, the director Mm. said, you know, 
the gift and they all had to pretend that they'd seen Tom Cruise and, you know, Maverick and Goose yes. against Val Kilmer playing volleyball, yes, volleyball which of scene. course I guess it is a very Googled, anyone would know that. Yeah. But they all looked hot on the beach. Yeah. So anyway, the, the, the director said, this is your chance to be gifable. Do this <laughs> right. You're going to be immortalized in a gif. And um, so anyway, is uh, that where we're going? They Glenn Powell put on the song "Raining Men" to get the guys all fired up That's for their football song. thing. Hmm. Yeah, Hallelujah. and I would be like, "Guys, dance!" <laughs> Gifable. Gifable. There's very little clothing, <laughs> and we're all oiled up, and you, we're all ripped as hell. I believe it. It's worth taking off your shirt and dancing in the movie. <laughs> I love him. Anyway, he's a sweet. All right. So do you think this is going to get a lot of people to go to it? I, I do. Derek Hoff um, from Dancing with the Stars is going to have a no limit dance centric residency where Donnie Marie were. Uh, I kind of like it. OK, do you? I do. It's going to be ahead and go. Well, it's a limited <laughs> run. Um, Julia, it's a weekend a month except for June and July, which is when they desperately needed them. All right, fine. Yeah, it's a, you know, it'll be real. I like watching dance. Yeah, no, it'll be, it'll all depend on how much the tickets are. Right, if they're affordable. If they're $150, no. No. If they're 58 and a nice seed, that's perfect. That's what I would pay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's what I'd pay. Okay, do you remember? And then poor, you know, Blake Lively, you know, because Super Bowl weekend is the move. It's where bad movies go to die at the end of the lane. It's the worst. movie bad? Well, no, it's the worst weekend of the year to open a new movie. And she gets rhythm section. Guess what, Julia? That movie. Was it a dog? Oh, yeah. It got (laughs) 2.8 million and it played on 3,000 screens. Well, I'm not going to say so much about her. I'm just going to say too bad people, Jude Law. Yeah, no, no, no. People actually, it's going to lose tens of millions of dollars. It was supposed to be out last year. But Blake went out there and she promoted it. and She thought it was going to be like The Shallows or something. Right. But I don't know. A couple of reviewers that I like, Yeah. they they get, said it's a That's solid okay. B movie. Yeah. It's just that no one goes to movies Super Bowl weekend, apparently. Well, they said it was the worst opening ever for a title playing on 3,000 or more screens. Cats did better. People were curious. People were just curious. Uh Uh-huh. Oh, dear. And then someone tweeted us a picture with a scared face. They were outside of the movie theater to go see Doolittle. Oh, no. Because that (laughs) has also been a huge... Bomb. Yeah, they're gonna lose about seventy, seventy-five million on huge. On it oh it might God, even be so worse funny. than cats. <laughs> oh, all right, that's kind of funny. Yeah, remember you yes, were like so convinced that was, I good. was. And then TCM, it's the thirty-one days of Oscar movies. Oh, so we don't get night, it anymore. Oh, you don't? I no. get it. You're paying extra for it. Well, whatever. Yeah. I did but I feel the way like we it, were, oh, the candidate, oh, and Funny Girl. Oh, well, I already saw Funny Girl. The way we were, I've seen a million times. If you want to cry, if you need <laughs> to, cry. to sob, watch, watch that. And the that candidate movie. I just watched last year. Robert was that Redford good? Is, that is good. Is, is it, um, did that movie hold up? Yes. The candidate? And he's so handsome. It's. I took pictures and sent yeah. them to you. He okay. is. I taped it for Casey and I because oh, we kind of so like beautiful. You know, oh, I like the TCM movies. They come yeah. along and, and funny girl. Oh, it's just the best, and oh. her costumes are the best. 
Barbara. I know. Good old Babs. Well, you know, I hope Pamela Anderson wasn't mad at John Peters that just because Barbara was an ex-wife of his, she didn't have rights to go in the underground mall in Malibu. <laughs> no, they're fighting over the prenup. They're fighting over the prenup. Yeah. Okay, so um, let's see. What else do we know? Well, I mean... You know, Loretta Lynn celebrated the 60th anniversary of her first single on Saturday. She was on Instagram. It, she released her single, Honky Tonk Girl. And if you saw the movie Coal Miner's Daughter, yeah. Oh, yeah. you remember that. Oh, and 60 years girl. ago today, I signed my first recording contract. She kind of hinted that 2020 was going to be a great year and maybe there'll be an album. I don't know if she's going to tour. I doubt it. She's 87. Yeah, not in the best health. Yeah. yeah. 